boys in the huddle podcast it's ricky trey and doe back for a special kobe bryant tribute episode we got my main man coach harrigan and my man buzzy carruthers coach buzz over at nebraska how's it going yes sir what's going on oh what's good man it's been a tough couple days fellas tough couple days very, very tough. Very tough. Uh, as very many tough. know, Kobe Bryant passed away yesterday along with his baby girl, Gianna, and seven other people who were on that helicopter as well. Uh, I'm hearing different things coming out, uh, but it was gut-wrenching. It was heartbreaking. Uh, where were you guys when, when you kind of heard the news? I was actually having brunch with my sister, um, celebrate my birthday over at the uh, Comcast Center in Philly um, when I heard it. And uh, I don't, I, I know for a fact I'm going to always remember that moment. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's that's probably something that ends up crossing your mind every year. Um, how about yeah, you, brother? sure. Yeah, uh, we had actually just finished up with practice and uh, we were actually watching uh, the Indiana game and one of our players came in the room and, and, and said, hey, like, it was just crazy. He said, you know, Kobe had died. Mm. And but we, we, we didn't believe it. Nobody believed it because we were watching. There was there were several TVs on, and nothing was coming across the screen any, or anything. So we didn't believe it. We thought it was. We, we it took it a while for it to really set in that it was that it was real and he wasn't coming back. And I think you start to just not only feel for his family, and you know have prayers sent out and have mercy on their soul, but you end up also thinking about your own immortality. Like if they can take Kobe in a second, right. you you start to really understand that the next day, the next minute, the next hour isn't promised to you as well. Right. And it really just uh-huh. starts to make you reflect. And I don't think I've ever, it ever hit home from someone that I didn't know as much as as this has because it feels like you grow up with them you've seen them especially me and you jason being in the philly area we've known about kobe before the rest of the world we were hearing about him you know at least from his sophomore junior year in high school um so it's tough it's tough and we started to see him more and more with his baby girl, Gianna. And you you always, you know, parents say they don't have favorites, but I think we can tell there was a special bond between those two. And for them to die together in that way is just, it's just gut-wrenching, man. It is unimaginable. And it happened to an iconic figure like that. Unimaginable. But um, I'm going to go through a little bit of Kobe's career, just talk about different stages of his evolution, um, and then just kind of reflect on who he was as a, a ball player, as a, 
uh, motivator and the inspiration he was to the game, which ended up translating outside of the game. So we know Kobe, born in Philadelphia in 1978, um, and at the age of six, his father, who was a professional basketball player, moved him and the family out to Italy. Uh, from age six to 13, Kobe resided in Italy, where when what people say he was pretty isolated there, didn't have a lot of friends. Um, and I think that's why we saw early in his NBA career, he was kind of distant from everybody. It's kind of what he was used to being a black kid in a foreign land, having to learn another language, which he did very well. But yeah. when you stick out like a sore thumb, you know, kids can be cruel. Who knows what he went through? But most likely, you know, he was considered an outsider, right? Right. Uh-huh. But then he comes back um, at age 13, back to the Philadelphia area, and he's attending Lower Marion High School. Now, Jason, let me ask you this. I don't remember Lower Marion being considered a basketball powerhouse. This is a public school, right? Yes. I'm interested to ask this question. Could in today's game, could would or could Kobe Bryant be able to go to that school? The way things are today. I'm just kind of curious what you think. Pretty entrenched into the Philadelphia landscape out there. Could he go to that school? Could um, he go to Lower Lower Marion today? Or do you think he would have in today's climate? Yeah, I think um, there's a chance. Uh, Lower Marion is a, a, a really, really high academic school. Um, and if you have, like, the right uh, group of kids at the right time, they've they've had some pretty good teams, even post-Kobe. Po- uh, post they've had um, some big-time players there as well. So um, there's always a big school. I think that uh, there's definitely a chance he could go. Like, right now, Brett Brown's son is a freshman starting there. He's playing really well. Oh, is he? Uh, he's a, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh like, and I, I've been hearing a lot about um, Lower Marion not having freshmen as starters there, and they were referencing Kobe as like one of the the, the freshmen that started there. Um, but they're obviously not on that level. They're not like one of the best teams in the area right now. But I think like at a given time, um, you could get you know the right group of kids there for sure. Um, that's like one of the schools is like, you know, if we have a formidable team and formidable sports, why would I pay to go somewhere else? And they can get the best education around right at Lower Marion. All right, so well, so let's, that, that answers the could he have. So that sounds yeah. like a yes. Do you think yeah. he would have? Um, considering uh, what he was on track to do, I'm not sure if he would have chose maybe one of the prep schools. Um, and since there's so much uh, focus on, you know, schools with different sponsorships and stuff, um, and then the AAU, you throw all that stuff in there, um, there's a chance that he would go somewhere else. I, I, maybe right. he wouldn't. Right. I have a hard time thinking he would, um, but who knows? Because oddly enough, before we hopped on, I heard that, you know, a lot of people thought if Kobe was going to go to college, he was going to go to Duke. But I heard Jay Billis say, he always heard he was going to go to LaSalle, which I don't remember hearing that. I think <clears throat> Temple might have been in the runnings, and I would think that would be the more popular school in the area, especially at that time. Um, did you ever hear anything about LaSalle back then? 
Uh, I never heard anything about LaSalle. I know he had competed against some guys who did go to LaSalle, uh, like Donnie Carr, stuff like that. So I know maybe it's something there, but I also think that Kobe was so good that it doesn't matter what high school he went to. He was going to make it one of the best high schools around and probably the same thing for college too. You know what I mean? Like whatever school he would have chose, then they would have been immediately on the map. So maybe like, you know, us trying to find a parameters is tough because whatever school he would have went to, it would have changed the dynamic completely. It would have. And I think back then you could get away with that. Like today it's just become all about funneling kids into Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina. Like it was a little bit different back then. I think that was around the time where that started to be a little defined in that direction. But I think back in that time in the late nineties, it's possible he could have went to LaSalle, but I just, I just don't see that. I would think he would want to go somewhere. John Chaney was still the coach at Temple um, or maybe even a friend Dunphy um, not not for Andy, uh, Phil Martelli at St. Joe's. There just were more, you know, renowned coaches at that time. Um, but who knows? That would have been interesting if he would have chosen a school in, in the city. But as we all know, he opted out, <laughs> decided to take Brandy to um, his high school prom, which was just crazy at the time. Buzz well, being out there cool. in Kansas, what were you thinking when you heard Kobe was, was taking Brandy to the prom? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I thought it was crazy. You know, did you? I but, didn't think uh, Brandy was that bad, but it was the fact that she was she was still a big star. It was Brandy, was, it was Brandy. Yeah, right. right? It was right. Brandy. Like, I mean, you know, you like, you're like this dude's taking Brandy to the prom, like. But did you know nice. at, around that t- <laughs> right at that time you didn't really know nothing about him. You just no, probably right, heard exactly, like no, who's right, this exactly. guy taking just, Brandy I, to the park? I, I just heard. Yes, exactly. Not not who's this guy taking obviously I knew who Kobe was, but like, you know, like the, right now there's not like easy access to mixtapes and right. you know he didn't have, you couldn't see all of that right. like you, you just heard just go the name Kobe Bryant's gonna be yeah exactly you're just gonna be you're just gonna know or or see these high school guys ranked you know what I mean and then these guys tried to go to high school obviously guys have been trying to go to high school from high school to the NBA right. for a minute until they you know made the rule so right. you just had always heard about these high school kids that were um, NBA ready or had NBA talent, and uh, obviously, yeah, I, you hear the dudes taking Brandy to prom. Like, he's got to be nice. Exactly, and again, we knew a little bit more about him. I was just curious, somebody who was miles and miles right. away, right? Hearing that, and what did you all kind of know about Kobe at that time? Uh, but it was still just, as you mentioned. You hear about these guys, but you didn't have an idea who he was and what he could become. Right, right. You know, me, I was probably about 13, 13, 14, right. you know, because he was drafted in, in 96, correct? Yep, 96. Yeah, 96. Yep. He's the same age as my sister, matter of fact. Uh, and one of my boys even has his has his exact birth date it's, it's crazy it's mm. crazy one of my one of my mentors one of my older mentors um, who i've known for a very long time he's like a big brother to me and 
Yeah, I mean. So, I think we knew. I just kind of wonder how everybody else right. felt. Because when he got drafted, so Kobe Bryant ended up getting drafted, as you mentioned, in 96 uh, by the Charlotte Hornets, at number 13. Um, at that time, there was a big deal for a guard to come out straight from high school. Because remember back then, it was more so like the big man had had the chance to, right. to do that. Right. Kevin Garnett, guys like that, because right. the big was still the thing in the league. Like, if you had right. a big man, he could dominate. That's going to elevate your team. For mm-hmm. the guards, it was looked at differently. So I think Kobe probably thought he was told most likely he'd be a top five pick. Uh, but he mm-hmm. ended up dropping, still in the lottery at 13. Um, but the deal was already worked out between the Lakers and the Hornets. Um, mm-hmm. And Jerry West just saw something in Kobe. And he said at that time, this guy's going to be one of the greatest players of all time, which is amazing. Um, But Kobe's first year in L.A. didn't start. Didn't really even play that much because he was behind my man, Eddie Jones. Don't (laughs) disrespect Eddie. Don't y'all disrespect Eddie. Eddie Eddie had game. Eddie had game. Loved Eddie Jones. Eddie could play. Eddie could play. Um, Heat, Miami Heat, Miami Heat. Eddie, Eddie was killing. Yeah, people forget Eddie was an all-star. Yeah. I know he was in L.A. I don't know if he was in Miami. He might have made it one time, but Eddie was Eddie was a solid baller. He kind of fell off the oh, cliff. Yeah. Like, but he his decline yeah, just happened just overnight. Old. Just got old. Nah, just got but, old. Just yeah, got but old, you would have thought he would have hung around more and had just some more consistent years. He kind of went from starter to just off a team. From what I remember, hey, but man. that was I mean, my man. Uh, um, yeah, I like that. Kobe didn't play much that first year. Was that the? But his first year, that was the year with the air balls in Utah, right in the playoffs. It, it, I, I want to say yes. I want to say yes, but he still made the All Star game that year. No, 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 no. This is slow, right? up, slow up. Not that year. Not his rookie year. Um, he really? got started to get playing time as the season went on, and I want to say in the playoffs, I'm actually certain. In the playoffs of his rookie year, he took those jump shots that he airballed. I want to say it was three of them. Um, Jason, you recall his rookie year and, and kind of that experience of taking those shots and and not coming through in the clutch. Yeah, I thought I thought everybody, you know, we were trying to we're curious about what he was going to do, but I thought the interesting part was that he was all like never scared to take the shots. Like he came in. And his thing was like, you know, I'm trying to be the next Jordan or better than Jordan. And he was willing to take the shots. And it was, you know, the joke's on us because while he airballed, you know, he, he definitely had the, the, the goal to take those shots. Yeah, I always wondered if he was supposed to take those shots or did he just say, I'm taking these? You think, I mean, we had Van Exel and Eddie Jones on the team. You think Kobe was really supposed to take those shots in the playoffs? <laughs> He probably wasn't, you know, but <laughs> I mean, but he seriously, took three like, of them. like you just said, like you just said, you had Van Axel, you had Eddie, especially Nick Van Axel. Right. You know, you right. know he wanted, Nick the you damn know quick. he wanted in the clutch, right. 
but that's just that was Kobe's mentality. They probably it might have been the start of them hating that nigga. I don't know <laughs> because <laughs> this is the playoffs. He's taking ill-advised <laughs> shots and he's the rookie. They probably go, "Who is this nigga? Think he is? Right. What the fuck is going on?" Right. Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, that was Kobe, and that's why I said on um, said something on Instagram. That was his superpower. He knew who he right. was. And right. he knew what he wanted, and nobody was going to waver that. Nobody was going to creep doubt into his head. And I think that's one of the things that we all admire. Because right. there's a piece of us that wishes that we had that type of goal to take those shots, not just on the, in the game, <clears throat> but in the game of life. You know? Right, right, right. It is, it's, no, it, it's crazy. I mean, deep down, you know, when, he, when he's taking those shots, he, he knows that he's better than the guys that you right. But you know what? Those he, shots. Mentally, like that, yes, that, right. Down, he knows that. Right. He's like, I'm gonna take this shot because I know that I'm better than But at that time he wasn't. At that time he wasn't. At that time he wasn't, but he was. You know what right, I mean? Like exactly, it definitely makes exactly. sense for him to feel that way. Exactly. But Eddie Jones wouldn't airball those shots. You know what I'm saying? Like but, he was better than Eddie, but at that moment, he wasn't. Not just that particular moment, but that season. He Eddie Jones was a better player but than Kobe at that particular moment. We can say that, but we didn't know what was going on in practice. Kobe had know? the up. Yeah, that's true, but of course Kobe had the upside. But there's a reason why and he didn't start that rookie. Eddie just had the experience. I'm not saying he was a more skilled player, but Eddie was, was the just coach better. at that point? Who was the coach? Damn, I got his fucking face in my head. He white haired glasses. Yeah. Was it Del yep, Harris? Yep, Del Harris. Yep. Del, okay. Good pull. Yeah. So, I mean, again, Jimmy's and Joe's. Well, Del knew that was De- uh, De- Jerry Del West's Harris guy. Del- he said, take the shot so I can keep my job next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Which he didn't. Del Harris, Del Harris should have been starting to cope. We ain't seen Del he Harris since started. then, have we? We have not. <laughs> we have not. <laughs> so Dale Harris should have been starting the kid. Yeah, okay. that's, that's true. Well, let's go to his second year. His second year, Kobe still wasn't starting. So that's another good point. Kobe exactly. wasn't starting. You still had Nick Van Exel and Eddie Jones there. The Lakers ended up having and four look, All-Stars Tito, fast, that year. Real fast, you yeah. You take this kid, you, you, you traded him. From Charlotte to L.A. Why Keep in mind he's in high school. Keep in mind he's fresh well, out of high school. That but, was still but, new. I get it. Especially for listen, the guards. I get it. I get it. But, hey, you got to you gotta put him out there. You got to see what you got. But you had a you know? champion. At that time, the Lakers were a championship contending team. So it, it, I, I would say so because it, you still had Shaq. You still had... Uh, Eddie Jones and Nick Van Eck. So any any team with that three, uh, I would have to believe it has a shot. Oh no, I don't know. That team has yeah, a shot. Like he got a shot. Listen, he got a shot. I mean, the problem was Jordan was still there, but you got to still exactly. like, feel like you 96. got a shot if you got Shaq and a couple All Stars. This is '96. Like you, you really though. Like you got Jordan. Pippen, we can say that in, in hindsight, got, but I would think I mean, in the West they were considered. A, a top competitor to take the Western Conference Championship. 
Uh, you can at least say that. And then, then you get there, who knows? They were, they were. I feel with with them having Shaq, they were definitely playoff built. But they had, I, and I as just, I was about to say, they had four all stars. They had but, four all stars that second year: Eddie Jones, Van Axel, Shaq, and Kobe, who wasn't starting on the team, but the fans voted him in, and he was a starter on the All Star right. team. Right. I mean, I'm, it's easy to say in hindsight. I don't think Kobe right. should have started that first year. But the second year, yeah, maybe Dell Harris was tripping. Like, he had already shown who he was about to be, and you still had him coming off the bench. The whole world right. <laughs> voted him in as an all-star. I mean, let's, not forget, let's not forget about the dunk contest either, Tito. Was that in the second year? Or did I, I he do that as rookie that year? year? I want to say that was the rookie year. Okay. Yeah, he didn't back out of you doing know. it like some right. superstars that are out here today. <laughs> you know, he chose to step up and do it. Out, I'm not call gonna, out, what are you talking call about? Out. Who you want to say? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Kobe no. did it, and some of the stars now don't want to do it. Shouts right. to Kobe. Okay. That's we'll why we love him. That's we'll why we love that. him. <laughs> we will, that's, that's exactly why we love him. We'll, that's why we, will we leave love it him. Because he ain't a bad mouth anybody. Pay tribute to Kobe. Exactly, I love it. <laughs> but so Kobe in that second year makes All Star team. The Lakers again don't make the playoffs. I mean, excuse me, right. the championship. They made the playoffs. They get bounced again. Then they brought in the Zen Master. The Zen Master. Phil Jackson comes in, gets rid of Eddie, gets rid of Nick, brings in some of his old Bulls guys, and then they're Ron they're ready Harper. to go. Oh, yeah. Corey. You know, surrounded the team with some veterans, which I think Shaq probably needed more than Kobe at that time. (laughs) But, you know, I think Shaq needed some veteran leadership with a lot of things that he was trying to do. But pretty much was starting to hand those keys over to Kobe as that go-to guy, the guy to bring it home in the clutch. And then in 2000, they won their first championship. Interesting, I don't think I've heard Phil Jackson come out and say anything, make a statement or anything yet about Kobe. Um, but he, he probably, might be grieving. He is probably yeah. so. He is probably so torn up. Man. Yeah, has to be. He is probably so torn up. Mm. Wow. Well, I think nah, we, I haven't seen anything from him. Either, yeah, he's so. got to be. I don't think the Lakers have made an official statement. Just right. think about that. Right. And they did postpone right. the game tomorrow against the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, and I don't. They don't even know when it's going to be. The next time the Lakers are going to play is Friday. At home versus Portland, so I think they wanted more time just to take this all in and maybe try to plan something really special for that game on Friday. Um, damn, if I if I could, I'd I'd try to fly out to LA for that because I'm sure that's going to be a yeah, that'd be unbelievable, a crazy moment. But um, they get their first championship, so they get their first few championships. Two thousand. Versus the Pacers, which I was watching some of that earlier today on NBA TV. Phenomenal. 2001 <laughs> against my Sixers. <laughs> when we won that first game, I was so excited. I, but the I thought that the, we were going to actually win that series after that first game. The, well, I'm that a true was, fan. I'm a true fan. Yes. and Yes, indeed you are, because anybody who knew 
basketball. <laughs> I was stuck in my fandom. I'm not going to deny it. I get it. I get it. But you know, the the most one of the most iconic NBA came from that series where Iverson is stepping over uh, T. Lou. Oh yeah, and that's one of the iconic. NBA picture. Jason, I want to say we watched that at Matt's crib. I had one of those old photographic memories. I remember watching that first game at Matt's. Yeah, crib. I remember. I remember uh, we went to the uh, parade before when they had beat the Bucks. So well, it, was it wasn't all, the parade. Already. We were just in the streets. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was no effect because they, they, they beat the yeah, with that. yeah they beat I the Bucks. With that. And the streets were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of energy that season. Like the, everything just led up. The Toronto series was huge. Yeah, Sixers versus Toronto. Yeah, and Sixers versus the Bucks. Like it, it felt like boner. it was meant to be. Yeah, Iverson was MVP. They had all yep. these accolades. The Kimbe came with the with the finger uh, and the swag and shit <laughs> with the wag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they yeah, won the game. Swag. They won that first game, and even the second game they battled. The whole series game. was closed. That's when we got introduced remember, to uh, uh, we got introduced to Buzz's looking like that series. Roger Bell. Roger Bell. Buzz looked just like <laughs> I don't even. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Buzz, Jason. He looks just nah, like fucking Roger Bell. This shit's ridiculous. I just remember at the end of game two, after the Lakers basically won the game, but it was real tight. And I remember Kobe and Iverson going back and forth, chirping at the end of the game, and Iverson just saying, yeah. "Come back to Philly," yeah. and you know, Kobe like you know. I that, remember that, that was a good series. Going. That series was better than the five games that, like you say, oh, the Lakers won in five. You would think, oh, they squashed them like a bug. Those games were competitive. Outside, I think the fifth game, I think the Sixers just knew at that point they were overmatched. <laughs> Like Shaq was just killing Dikembe down there. Like it was sad. Yeah. <laughs> it was sad. Yeah. I mean, and that's what people were arguing about: Kobe versus AI. And this is before I had my incident with AI. Everybody knows I had some issues through the years with Mr. Iverson. But I was <laughs> saying, hold on, please I, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going into yeah. no damn story. I've spoken about I, this many a times. I have not heard. <laughs> well, but you can hear it another time. I would like. I would like to though. Just real. This fast. is about Kobe. This is about Kobe. It is about Kobe. <laughs> but at that time, if y'all can remember, if you were to say AI versus Kobe, two thousand one, I was saying Kobe, and I was Sixers fan. I was riding with AI. But I, if you can look at him on the court and just off the eye test, I was telling everybody Kobe was better than AI. Nobody wanted to hear it. Now, that's easy to say now. In 2001, right. nobody was trying to hear that. What did y'all think I'm in 2001? Sure. I, think that, I think that was a regional thing. I think in Philly, it was hard to put anybody over Iverson, but I think that people could see it because Kobe had definitely uh, become a force in the league. He was big. I thought that Kobe was better than Iverson just off the size and defense. Right, he proud, could do more. All that. He could do more. But I could see like around here, around this area in Philly, you know, Iverson was the hometown favorite, so I could see that. Yeah, but that's I true. Across- I was arguing mostly with Philly people, so <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buzz not being from the area, Kobe or AI at that time. AI was huge. What were you thinking AI was, in 2001? AI was, AI was definitely huge. Um, 
you know, he had his own shoe. Um, and he, you know, the slam cover with the afro out. Spoke to the culture. Man, he did. And at that time, I can't lie, I was riding with AI. That's, that's what I thought. That's what I right. thought. Kobe didn't had a chance right. to really right. lead right. at that point. So, but Most people but were going to say same, AI. I mean, he was averaging like 28. Again, at that same time, though, <laughs> still, most people were still giving the credit to Shaq, right or wrong. For right, sure, for right. Sure. And, and yeah, no, sure. and here's the thing that that's what I was just about to say. At that same time, I was a big Shaq fan. I was a Shaq fan since Orlando. I had mm. Shaq's Reeboks. You know, right. I was a Shaq fan. Right. So um, you were thinking about so, Shaq's really the guy bringing this home. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I'm watching AI. Out there with, with me and two you know other bums off the yeah. street getting to the championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And I'm like, this is that Matt Geiger as a center. And I'm like, you know. Tyrone Hill and George Lynch starting line. Yeah, so, so Eric Snow, you know. Jesus shout Christ. Out. Um, and, uh, Eric Snow need like, to get hey, on this raw food cleanse that I'm doing. You know what hey, you I'm just relax. saying. I'm looking out for the brother. We want him to be here. Listen. So anyway, at that time, I'm thinking, you know, you know, Kobe's not better than AI, and Shaq is really that team, which he was. You right. know, he was. I mean, I, I loved Shaq from Orlando. Like, I had the pump Reeboks. I had the... I think uh, most of the nation, and I said it earlier, maybe because I was in Philly, I think most of the nation would have picked AI at that moment in 2001, especially the thing you were just saying, now. Jason, the MVP run, the all-star yeah. MVP. Well, I don't think he won it that year because he was saying that the fans needed to see everybody else. But I think at that year was AI's year. I don't think anybody would have said that Kobe Bryant was better than AI in 2001. At that time, at that time, I liked Kobe more, especially because I could see how the similarities to Jordan were like so. Oh, it was obvious. It was like, well, that was the thing. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. That was almost the thing that made me kind of despise Kobe. Well, hold on, hold like, on, hold on, Buzz. And we and I want to get to that. But go ahead. We, this is a good lead into where we're going next. But go ahead. So, you know, I'm watching, and this was the, you know, obviously I had watched a lot of basketball, and I was infatuated with Michael Jordan. Mm. You know, the, I mean, in, in my eyes, he's the best to ever play still, no matter what, hands down. Oh, yeah. And and Kobe really mimicked him to the T. And at and that time, like, people didn't like it. That's the, a fact. right. I was like, he had a hoop earring at one time. He's, he had the long he, trench. He had, he had everything. <laughs> like, he had everything. It was a little annoying at the time. On the floor, off the floor. Right. I mean, there was times he would stick his tongue out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a little annoying. Like at the time. Jordan, he talked like Jordan, and it almost the made way me, he answered questions was just like that's a yes, fucking Jordan answer. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. But at, at that time, I didn't understand what I was actually seeing. Like, I didn't understand. I think that Kobe was still trying to find himself. That Kobe was still trying to find who he was, in my opinion. He he probably was, but... But we're talking about a 21-22. Right, right. He probably was. Um, 
if you're going to emulate someone, for one, why not emulate the one that you say right. is the best ever? And if right. you're going to do it, he did a damn good job of it. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. I mean, his game, he you got to think. But it rubbed people. Won. But Jason, it did rub people the wrong way at the time. It did. It yeah, did. of course, it may have rubbed people the wrong way at the time. I thought that I, I was just really impressed by his ability. I'm like, he really mastered these moves. Yeah. Everything he Even studied like well. His weight. He studied his weight, unbelievable. His you know, fadeaways. His fadeaway yeah. jumps. Oh my gosh! It, 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 and here's the thing, though, too, that we we might not have seen this assimilation with him and Mike had he not been in that triangle offense with Phil Jackson. Mm. We wouldn't oh, have yeah, seen plays a him role. be exactly yeah. would we would not have seen him be so similar because we would not have seen the same type of play, the same right. type of right. uh the motion on the court was the same. Exactly. It was the same. No, that's a, that's They're a taking shots from the same spots on the right. floor. Right. Exactly. Right. And I mean we would not have seen that um, maybe had he not been with Phil, and mm. it was just crazy. Uh, that's a good point. You that's know, a great it, point. I mean, it, if you have seriously. to shoot the same shots from you know this elbow, or you know, then it would behoove you to you know work on those same things. You need a certain amount of strength, athleticism, mm-hmm. all that. And he just so happened to have it in that same system. That's a great point. I mean, and I Mike mean, was willing was to give so... him the game. Mike don't right. really give everybody a game, and maybe no, he because doesn't. he was with he Phil. But think of maybe because he was with Phil, Mike felt more compelled, or it was easier for him to have those conversations and break that ice with Kobe. Because he don't and, do that. I also with anybody. feel like I also feel like Mike saw the same exact competitive spirit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That he absolutely. had that that and and he hadn't seen that in anybody else. He hadn't seen it in anybody else except for maybe some of his teammates like Scotty, you know, right. and whoever right. else he played with. But uh and that was because he made them into the, that. Yeah, yeah. He made those guys. That's, that's guys true. Compete. And and Kobe they always but, says Kobe wasn't shy about asking the questions yeah, for trying yeah. to soak those things up and get the game. Right, right. So, and, I mean, uh, I think it took both of them recognizing something similar in each other. But I think Phil being in that equation may have helped it. Oh, may yeah. It, it's it's actually, it's, when you think about it, the synergy is Phil Jackson was able to do with those two individuals, man. And for Kobe to be the player that he is, um, you know, like I to go back to your point earlier, Tito, you know, we didn't understand. <clears throat> we had never seen that before. The, the type of killer that Mike was, the type of competitor that he was, we had never seen that before. And when we started to see it in somebody else, we didn't really like it mm. because we didn't we Because we understand thought it was it. just a, a copycat. Mm-hmm. We right, thought it was right. just a copycat. Right. Right. So so we didn't understand it. So that's why we come to today and we see a guy like LeBron and we're like, oh, we know the difference between him and Kobe. You is know? the killer instinct, as you're saying? It, it, is is, is that, not that, on that, the same level? That killer, that killer. Yeah. And so now we understand when we when we get to see another another uh player human being with this instinct this talent this kill 
to play in this day and age, uh, whatever this, sport, yeah, yeah, in this exists. climate, we're, we're going to know. We're yeah, going to know, especially where they in got this climate. And exactly. And we're going to know where they got it from. We're going to know where they got it from. And we're going to understand, okay, well, we're seeing this again because we've never seen it before. Mike was the first. Mike was the first. And we were young with Magic, Mike. We knew Magic Mike, and Bird. But, Magic yeah. and Bird. Those dudes had guys. They had guys. They had guys. Mike was the first we saw actually just take teams' heads off each and every night on his back. I would and agree then with that. we started to see with it that. with Kobe. I we think, started to see I'll be it with Kobe. With you, I think but AI. We didn't I think it. AI had it. He just lacked the work ethic. He just lacked the, the exactly. very important part. A very important part. And that's the difference. That's the here exactly. It's a very important part of the ingredients here. And that's the difference. That's <laughs> the, the difference between Mike, Kobe. Right. And that's the difference between Magic Mike. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the difference between some these old heads and Mike. Right. You know what I mean? That's the difference between, you know. And that, and you can include Kobe in there with Mike because he's so similar. He had the same fucking work ethic. And it's just like it. And then I want to get this back on course, but make this point: a prime example of somebody who was close to Kobe, as we found out later on, maybe just as talented as him, was Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady was a highly skilled player. Yes. Highly yes. skilled player, but I don't think he was in that lab. The way Kobe was. I don't think he obsessed over it. Clearly, he didn't, he didn't obsess over it the way Michael <laughs> and a Kobe would have, you know. And one did. Of, one of ones. But one let's get to one. let's get to the to the phase in Kobe's life. He kind of started to start the process of when people wasn't really feeling Kobe. And then we get to the feuding on the team where we're hearing things out of the locker room. Where Kobe is in hindsight saying, I was just trying to demand more of Shaq. I was trying to demand more of the team because everybody liked Shaq. Shaq was the leader and everybody liked right. him. He was still the right. young boy. Right. So I he knew, he, knew he had Shaq. to go through Shaq to get Shaq. what Kobe wanted from the team as a whole. Shaq wasn't really rolling with it. <laughs> Shaq right. wasn't really having it. He did not like to right. be challenged. Right. He did not like to put in that same work. Not to say he didn't. Clearly he had to. But and nobody's going to be the same as Kobe. Nobody's got the same work ethic as Kobe Bryant. But Kobe no, wanted no, to push him. Shaq didn't one. like it. One of one. That, like started to be, that started to cause a rift in the locker room. And a lot of the team was Shaq guys, right? Right. So that started to cause a rift. They lose the championship the next year. Uh, they were going for the four-peat. I don't think any team's ever done it against a team that they probably should have beat, even though that Pistons teams was solid. Um, you know, it didn't have no, any star no, power. No, it was just well-coached, and right. those guys were dialed in. But the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq, in their prime, should never lose to anybody. You know, and then they had GP and, you know, an aging mailman and some other pieces, Horry and those guys. But nobody expected the Pistons to win that series, right or wrong, going into Certainly. it. Certainly. We didn't know Certainly. about the drama at the time. Certainly. Certainly. So then Kobe has an incident in Colorado. Don't want to go too much into that. I still have my doubts on that experience. Um, I think it was consensual. And I'll just say this. Y'all don't have to respond. I think it was consensual. 
she thought it was going to be more than what it was. He probably played her out as young men do at that time, told her to kick rocks. She felt disrespected, decided she wanted to get back at him. I don't think it was anything violent. I don't think that it was anything of a forced situation. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. But it started to stain him in the eyes of the masses. Because he before then he had this good boy type of image, right? But mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, I think the black community started to embrace him after that. Not only because it was a white woman with this claim against a black male, which we've seen what that has been historically. Rest mm-hmm. in peace to Emmett Till. But also how he handled it. Like, he could have tried to go out of his way. And let's keep it real. He lost his Nike contract at that time. He lost all kinds of Adidas, endorsements. Adidas contract. Adidas contract. I want to say he had, he had already moved towards Nike at that time. He did start with Adidas. No, he had lost, he lost his Adidas contract at that time. He was with Adidas. I think he had already. I think he only spent two years with Adidas, then moved to Nike. I actually have the sneakers that he started Nike with, the Pronto 4s. Pretty sure on this, Buzz. Kind of into my sneakers. Well, we can fact check it. We can fact check that. Go ahead. Yeah, he lost his his sneaker deal, whoever it would have been. So he was losing endorsements, nothing right. This is a major star without a signature sneaker out here. So it was a a big deal. And I think a lot of people started to turn their back on Kobe. But personally, when I became a true Kobe fan, was how he handled it because it was almost as if he was like, all right, if this is what y'all want, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to allow this to define me and I'm not going to lay down for y'all. I can be the bad guy and I'm going to embrace it. And it's only going to fuel me to really kill y'all niggas now. That's, that's how the change I saw in him. Before I think he was trying to be this media darling, as we're talking about with the Jordan stuff. And I think that incident when he saw how quick the media and people turned on him, he learned more of himself and then became the Kobe, the Mamba. That Mamba mentality, I think, was born out of that moment, throughout the process of that moment. What what do you all think about that phase when people kind of turn their back and and how he came out of it? I definitely... um think that there was a lot to say about his level of focus. I remember him going through that and without us knowing any details, anything like that, you never really know what might have happened. But you know going opinion. through a very yeah, we're going through a very serious situation. And um I remember him like being at court and then showing up at games late and like hitting buzzer beater. He was just like completely locked in um, to the task. Yeah, I, remember and that. I, yeah, I remember, was crazy. I just remember his level of focus um, and just blocking everything out and, and really concentrating on the game and, and, and succeeding out there. It was, uh, it was really, really impressive because you can only imagine going through that type of turmoil and things that were going on in your head. And like you said, people were not really um, too supportive at the time. People looked for a reason like to, to tear him down a little bit, but he didn't let that bother him. Uh, he was he was really focused. I was very very impressed at that at that time. He dialed in like it, and that he he had every reason to say he was distracted, right? 
he had every reason to say his game is falling off because he's dealing with home issues. He's dealing with these court issues. But it was almost like he got better. You know, it was it was amazing to watch. And I can remember when they started to make those championships without Shaq. And I think that was very important to Kobe to be a leader, to galvanize his guys and take them to the promised land, which he did twice. And I can remember being in, I lived in Greensboro at the time, and I would have people over during the finals against the Lakers and the Celtics. And I was rooting so hard. Everybody was, I thought you was a Sixers fan. Like, <laughs> why you, why you rooting for the Lakers so hard? But at that, at that point, Kobe was my guy. Like, I was solidified Kobe fan from there on out. And he got those two championships. Your, your king spoiled us of the Kobe-LeBron matchup that we all wanted to see. Couldn't get past <laughs> Dwight Howard and the Magic. Don't think that I forgot. We were looking forward to the Kobe LeBron championship. It was almost a done deal, right? Oh, uh, it should have been. A, I'm not going to lie. Let's keep it real. Yeah, yeah, I wanted if, to see that uh, one. Hey, that, that was, was supposed had, to happen. They had the they had the Slam magazine set. Uh, him, uh, LeBron, and Kobe face to face. Didn't Jeezy have the magazine. song out? Kobe, LeBron, or some shit like that. Everybody knew it was uh, coming. Man, yeah, no, that was oh, that's very God. true. And Very we will be true. having a lot of different conversation about who's better and who's oh, we don't have to go there in this moment. It would have been beautiful. It would have been, been a great, been great finals. And then the conversations just would have been different. And I know Kobe is so wanted that. I know he that probably eat eats at him just a little bit. Um uh, while yeah, he was here. Probably with be us. talking about how Kobe won too, so it's not even Exactly. A, I don't think it would have Exactly. Been a, and he would have uh, loved to have that over the so called right. king. We know that. Right. right. Um, uh, but yeah, those championships without Shaq were important and he got them. Uh, it's weird. Some people I think about when he passed yesterday, people that came to mom around our test and owed him. Like somebody probably needs to be with them niggas and shit. You know what I mean? Cause them niggas love Kobe. Like right. for real. Right. right. They haven't said anything either, have they? They made a statement um on social they media. Yeah. They, they said did. something on social media. Okay. 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 Our test was wearing a autographed jersey, Kobe jersey all day. So yeah, but I know those guys worshipped Kobe, man. Um it's tough. And the things yeah. he was doing afterwards, and we, you know, his daughter passed with him. But in the recent years, seeing him with her, and he really did seem so happy. Like, especially being with her and the fact that she wanted to be like him and loved the game that he loved. Clearly, right. that's just a bond that brought them closer. And she probably right. knew that. She probably knew this is a way for me to be closer to my dad, who she already loved. But. This was her way of being by his side. I'm sure she loved basketball, but I think she also did it to be closer with her father. And they were. And we would see them all the time. It was almost like they're inseparable. And it just Yeah, I think that transition that um that Kobe made, his his like post retirement, the person that he had become uh, was just so impressive that relationship he had with his daughter. Not even the relationship, because it looks like he had a great relationship with all of his daughters. But um, that you that know, going bond. out, and co- 
that that coaching the team um, and being completely invested in in, in those young girls uh, to push them and, and really being involved that was impressive. Oh, yeah. um, I even liked his uh, segments with the, um, the storytelling and things he was doing. The detail um, um, show he yeah. had on ESPN Plus, and then he won an Oscar for a short story, Dear Basketball. Like, yeah, I think he was doing a really good job post retirement, man. It's crazy. And he also was a, a big proponent for just women's sports. And I love the way he kind of championed them. Uh, he was actually, from what I've heard in the past couple of days, the L.A. Sparks were going to use his Mamba Mentality f- uh, facility as their practice center, um, which okay. hopefully I hope they still do. But he has so much more to do, it just feels like, it was cut short. A great man with so much potential. And it just feels like it was just so much more for him to do. But, you know, we can't question the big man upstairs, the good Lord. I think people are used as a vessel. And I think I need to know for me, it, it does motivate me. Because I think when you think about Kobe, you just think about working harder. At least me. Like that Mamba mentality is goes further than basketball. Like sure. if you're gonna do something, focus on it and do it to death. Or don't do it at all. And that's that's something that we can all use and I hope that it inspires people to approach things that they not maybe it doesn't have to be a dream that they have, but just every day you attack it. With that mama mentality, you might have a job that you hate, but are you doing the best you can do there to excel, to make your life better and to achieve something, even at a job you may say you hate? There's still something you can get out of that if you give it a thousand percent. And that can lead to so many other great things. Your accomplishments there may get you out of that job doing something better. So I think when you think yeah. about Kobe, you just think hard work, man, hard work and dedication. I also see, um, you know, from everything that I've heard and seen since he's retired, um, I really get the sense that he had a, you know, he put it all out there. He left it all on the court. He's very confident in who he was. Like, you know, Kobe will tell you, I killed these people. I got five rings, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, but he didn't seem like any bitterness or – wanting to like say I'm better than this person or y'all better rank me here. He was really kind of content with where he was. Even the thing with the girls was like, it doesn't really seem like he was bitter because he didn't have a, a son. He was like, you know, this is what it is. And um, he loved the game so much. So he kind of lived through it, but I don't think that um, he harbored any resentment toward the game. I don't think he thought the game owed him anything. He was seemed like he was happy about the young guys coming up. And I mean, I think that's a testament to like the work he put in. He was, you know, satisfied with uh, leaving it all out there and and leaving it to everybody else. So that's just a testament to him. And uh, I think it's a model for how you um, can conduct yourself after retirement. You know what I'm saying? He was setting a uh, blueprint. He was setting a blueprint. Look how many guys have media companies now that are Mm -hmm. still playing. They're setting themselves up. KD, LeBron, Blake Griffin. 
I think Steph may have started one. He's giving these guys the blueprint. But uh, Buzz, you are at Nebraska, and you uh, I, I, let me let me just say this real fast too. I think you know him wanting to be so much like Mike. I think he just it, it's just it's crazy because that's what I want to see. I want to see Mike. And he was the closest thing to Mike. And I wouldn't mind seeing that again. Mm. I wouldn't mind it. If if, if another one came up oh, and was exactly all. like Mike and, and won five chips and just put the team on his back like Mike did. We didn't understand what we were seeing at that point. We didn't. We didn't understand it. I think the, th- now, the thing that defines Kobe and what you're kind of speaking to is just one word is the fire. It's fire. Yeah. We don't see yeah. fire. We don't see the fire in a lot of these it's players. And I think as much as y'all talking about how I don't like LeBron, and I admit I'm not the biggest fan, but I don't see the fire. I don't. And I think that is something that bothers me. I don't know that's, if, if that's people – I think a lot of people largely agree that they don't see the fire in him. That's what separates Kobe and that's and what Mike separates from these everybody, guys. right? From everybody. Well, I think. I mean, I don't know. I, I get it. I see, like, okay, Russell Westbrook. That's you know, he has he, the fire, but he doesn't have to. You know, at the same time. That's the thing. So that's yeah. the thing. You know, like when we talk about these guys. I get. I you know. I get. It. I know it's all in perspective, um, but. For somebody of like LeBron's cow, all of these guys who are at that level, sometimes I hear people throw around words loosely. Um, and for you to be one of the top five players in the league at any given time, or one of the top five players all time, you know, to throw around words like they don't, they're not competitive, or they they don't have fire, or they don't have this, that's really I don't. Um, not, we don't have to debate that. I just don't see the same level. Of fire. LeBron is a competitor. Yes, I'm not saying he's not a competitor. I don't see that same level of fire. AI had the fire. He didn't have to work Listen, I love LeBron. I love LeBron. Um, and he he does have that fire. All right, he, he does. I don't. I, this is my personal his opinion. Is in, his is in it. Listen, listen. I'm, let me just say what I gotta say. His is in a different way, and that's what separates. Mike and Kobe is another level. I'm just saying. All right, I'm just I'll saying. say LeBron is a competitor, but he doesn't no, no, have the fire. It. No, he's got it. Listen, he's got it. It's just in a different way. All right, we, we're not it's gonna go back and forth. Way. We're not gonna go back and forth for one. This ain't about LeBron. <laughs> this is my. That is not. my opinion. I think a, a lot of people out there. Let will me agree. tell you. Can I? Let me tell you a story. Can well, I, I want you to story? go into. Your, there's only one story I want you to tell. You said you had some Kobe stories. I'm gonna tell two. Then, I'm gonna tell two stories. I'm right. gonna tell two. Floor is yours. Okay. Okay. So the first story is goes into. Uh, Keep in mind, if these shits are whack, I'm cutting them out. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, listen, I never said anything whack out of my mouth. So listen. The first story is about how Kobe is such a killer, okay? <laughs> He's a real killer, all right? So I had I was fortunate enough to travel to the Philippines with a good friend of mine who I trained, Alec Burks, all right, who, who played for the Utah Jazz for seven years. He was, he was doing an NBA first 
and the NBA community uh, project out in the Philippines with Chris Middleton mm-hmm. um, and, a, and a couple other guys. And, and Brian Shaw was one of the coaches. Okay. okay? So we're doing, I mean, I'm, like I said, I was fortunate enough to, it's a, it was a blessing. Um, I'm actually sitting here with Chris Middleton, Brian Shaw, some other NBA guys. And uh, it's just unbelievable because we, I got to interact with these people. And so we're at dinner one night, I get to sit next to Brian Shaw. So he's telling stories and, uh, you know, he, he starts to go into Kobe and how he's so different from all these other guys. And he said, you know what? One time um, I told Kobe I was uh, going to go fishing in the morning. And Kobe was like, oh, yeah, you are? I'm like, let me come with you. He was like, all right, that's cool. And uh, so I'll be uh, up at 6. I'll come get you around uh, 6.30. And, you know, they get he gets up. Brian Shaw gets up. Um, Kobe ends up not going, right? So, Damn. you know, late, late, later on in the day, they they speak. Um, B. Shaw's telling them, you know, about, you know, the fishing and everything. Kobe's like, yeah, how'd it go? Uh, what'd you catch? And he was like, yeah, I caught, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. And he was like, oh, yeah? He was like, well, what'd you do with him? And B. Shaw was like, I'll throw him back. You know, I was out there just, you know, just fishing. Just, I just threw him back. And he said, and he said, Kobe said, well, why'd you do that? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> B. Shaw was like, because, you know, there was like, like, what you mean? Like, I'm going to let him go. Like, I'm going to let him back in. He was like, why didn't you kill it? Like, he was like, <laughs> B-Shaw was like, what? why would I kill it? He was like, because they got caught. <laughs> and I said, wow. wow. Like, I couldn't that's, believe yeah, that's it. that's good. That's good. I couldn't believe it's it. It's their I fault said. for getting caught as fish. Hey. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. I said I could yo. That sounds like a Kobe thing God, to say. Swear to God, Tito. <laughs> when he when he said that shit, I said, Oh my God, this dude See, is that's that's another level of fire. He's that's blaming the fish for getting of, caught. So they don't deserve yes. to go back. <laughs> yes. He said, Why didn't you kill it? He said, Well, I want to kill it, Cole. Like this. Because they got caught. I said, "Oh my goodness, this man is on another level." Oh my god! It was almost similar to when there's there's something out there where Buzz Peterson, one of Jordan's good friends, said that he would cheat and go fish playing against his mother. Like that's just like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like it's a different level, man. It's a a different different level. level, and that is what I'm talking about when. He had that killer in him. Yeah. He said, because they got caught. Crazy. And oh, said, <laughs> man. And, and I'm I'm there in in the Philippines with a raw fish on the plate right there talking <laughs> to B-Shaw. And he's telling me this Kobe story. And at that point in my life, I said, wow, this dude Kobe this guy's is different. something different. Yeah, this guy's different. different. That's he's crazy. Different. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, today with the team, with Nebraska – um, Coach Hoiberg, Coach Hoiberg, who coached in the NBA, uh, most notably with the Chicago Bulls, um, he mm-hmm. was around Kobe a little bit as well, right? Right, right. No, he certainly, certainly was around Kobe. Got to play against him, and got the chance to coach against him um, in his last year, uh, Kobe's uh, last year in the league. And 
So Coach Horberg, um, obviously being able to play and coach against Kobe, um, and you know this generation looking up to Kobe. You know the the guys that we had, they all looked up to Kobe. They're Kobe guys, right? Um, and you know, obviously, uh, he had a conversation with the team, and you know, he told a, a great you know Kobe story about uh, another reason why he is what he is and why he was so great. And he said, um, you know, they, they were on a back-to-back. This was his first year coaching, 2015-16. Uh, and they were on a back-to-back. And um, they usually on a back-to-back, you have a shoot-around earlier in the day uh, because, you know, you want to give the guys some rest. And so he said he came in there um, – and the Lakers had already had their shoot around. And he came in there, and this was like at 4 o'clock. Um, and he said he saw Kobe on the floor. And Kobe is going through a full-fledged workout. <laughs> <laughs> this is 4 o'clock. Game of seven, Tito. Wow. He said he sees Kobe on there doing a full-fledged workout, man. And, and, and it's different. He, just different. It, it, yeah, right, right. And that night came back, had 22, 24 points, you know. But, uh, I and, mean, that's just the type of mentality, and, as we say, Mamba mentality, right. that that he had, man. And nobody else, nobody else in the gym, they had had their shoot around. And, um, that, and that, that reminds me of the T-Mac story that T-Mac told, where they were still pretty young, early 20s. It was the off season. They were at the same hotel together doing something for the league. Mm-hmm. And they're having a conversation. He's like, what you about to do? And T-Mac was like, oh, I'm about to go work out. And Kobe was like, it's the off season. Like, you need to relax. Like, what are you, what are you working out for? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to take a break. Like, let, let your body, you know, heal from the season. And he was like, oh, shit. Maybe he's right. Decided, all right, I'm going to go back to my room and chill. He comes back down to the gym an hour later. Who's in the gym working out? But Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> he was like, all right, now this guy's playing bigger mind games than I thought. Right. right. <laughs> Different Chef's level. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he was there. And mind you, Tito, I mean, he played like he was in the same time. I mean, he played the same time as as Coach Hoiberg. Like, wow, yeah, you know, they they're not too far in age hmm. uh, as far as career playing wise. Right. Like, they played the same amount of time, and so Coach Hoiberg came back and coached against Kobe in his twentieth year playing, and he's still doing this. And and Tito, mind you, it's after All Star break. He knows he's gonna retire. But he's doing an hour wow. workout before the game. Dedication, like, man. Hard work, dedication. Like, he it's knows rare. he's going to retire. It's after it's All-Star break. And he's working out full sweat. It's rare. And that's why like, it's such a tough loss. And that's probably how he got that, you know, he finished on a 
I mean, obviously it won like an NBA championship when he finished, but I know that last game that he played is sixty. Nobody's gonna forget that. Yeah, Crazy. That. I hope I they show that shit that. tonight. So I'm watching. I will not forget that at all. It was and you don't get the sixty. Like you don't get the sixty just because you're Kobe. Like you get it because after the All Star break, you're still, still working. Hold on, did you guys? Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Did y'all get to watch that live? Yeah, I Hell watched yeah. it live. It was unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was Still seeing. Still got the T-shirt. I could not. I could not believe what I was seeing. It was crazy. It was unbelievable. All the stars were in the building. Hove, Kanye, Rihanna. Of course, it was Jack. It was crazy because he started off cold. Nobody yeah, really. So cold. Nobody. I'm like, so all right, cold. this is a little bit of a disappointment. Right. And they were down. <laughs> hey, look, they were down. Hey, and look, they won they the game. Down. Not only did they get the 60, the and game, they won the they game. They came back. It was oh unbelievable. God. Thank uh, you for the moment, Cole. It was funny because during his speech, at the end of that game, he was talking like, you know, my whole career, people criticized me for not passing enough. Right. And now I get the whole arena telling me, you Keep better shooting. not pass right. more. <laughs> right. He just right. had to shoot at all costs. And no he did. And he did. That's a beautiful thing. And you can't forget That's about the 81 thing. points, which I didn't see live and just woke up in the morning like, what did they just say? They replayed that earlier what? on NBA TV, Tito. They replayed that earlier on NBA TV. It was... He was on oh 43 God. shots, which isn't a lot of shots to get 81. Like, crazy. Now, I remember when he was on that tear, he was on that tear. I mean, Kobe was my favorite player since after. I mean, I had Magic Johnson and then Penny for a short time, and then after that, it's always it's been Kobe. Oh, hey, uh, you missed somebody. Whoa, you did you say Mike? No, he. I was a New York Knicks fan, so I never liked Michael Jordan. Oh, oh my god! Like he, I, 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 I never. You from Philly? I, you from Philly? No, 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 Jersey. But I appreciated oh. Mike. I knew he was great. I knew he was great, but I didn't. I never was a fan <laughs> while he was playing. The nigga's fifteen <laughs> minutes from Philly, but once he he says he's from New York, we, we don't know. Hey we man, what's know. going on, man? What's going on right now, Tito? I we, we don't know. We don't know. minutes from Philly. Okay, you across the water. What you across the border? Come on, man. To each his own. So Let's not dwell on this. We're not going to dwell on And you was a Knicks fan. Okay. We're not going to dwell on this. It's about How Kobe. MJ fan. Okay. I mean, he respects no, him now. Him. He respects him now. And, and yeah, yeah, no, no. I didn't like now, Mike when I was real young either. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I'm a fan um, of Michael Jordan now, of course. But back then... Back then, I was I, I loved the Knicks and Michael Jordan just awesome. used to kill him all the time. So yeah, I was a Knicks fan like as, a, as a little kid, so I was I'm there with you. Hard. I was a John Stark fan. I was, and then you know, hard. like you know, like once some a lot of times, like once people have experienced success, I think that was part of the Kobe thing too. So Kobe got the three rings, and then people will start to look for other people and try to see like let we want to get some new blood here so you start to they, that's why i remember people thinking like t-mac was better than kobe i hated that but i get it people wanted new blood at the time because once people have success then you want no, you want to think try people it wanted kobe to prove he could do it without Shaq still at that time. right i think he still sure, had I, sure. agree. Sure. I agree but just to put the yeah, 81 sure. in perspective russell westbrook took 35 shots last week and had 15 points 
<laughs> Kobe took 43. <laughs> and he was, hey, just man. to put that in perspective real quick. Also, <laughs> the, 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 the Jalen Rose Kobe commercial. Oh, yeah. ESPN commercial. They've been playing that the past couple of days. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. Ah, but we're going we're gonna to wrap this up, man. So let each one of y'all get a few minutes just talk about Kobe, what he meant to the game, and say your piece. When I think about Kobe, I think about um, the one moment that, that always jumps out is an all-star game where he wanted LeBron to go against him. Like, LeBron had the ball at the end. He wanted LeBron yeah, to try to score on him. Kobe wanted to defend him, and LeBron passed it. He Kobe didn't want no off. parts of it. Again, lacking the no, fire. Yeah, Let's the, keep the, it fucking. That's a part of the fire. That's a part of the yeah. fire. The thing is, like, you know, I thought that the Kobe thing would put things in perspective, but you're still on this this onslaught against this man. I'm like, just, I'm not, you go ahead. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Be respectful, man. Be go respectful. ahead. Go ahead. It, but Jason, is that not a part of the fire? Am I wrong about saying that's not? That has to do with some fire, right? But go ahead. Have some respect. Go ahead. Uh, just Kobe's wanting to have that moment. Um, I think that's kind of something that it was an it was an all star game. He was, um, you know, he wanted LeBron. He understood. I think that that's another thing about Kobe. Like beyond um, competitive and working out um, and putting in the hours in the gym, I think uh, his mental focus and that attention to detail, no, no pun intended, that was a, a huge part of his, uh, uh, of his, why he was so successful. So him understanding uh, moments, understanding who he was, understanding like who LeBron was and how him versus LeBron at this little all-star game could have that little bit of a moment that everybody would be and enjoy able to enjoy, I think that's all part of just Kobe being completely locked into the game. Um, and I appreciate that uh, a, a ton from him, man, like his understanding of the game. Um, and then I think, you know, from everything that we saw, the evolution of where the game was going, um, whereas most times you see guys retire and they want to be a GM or a coach or own a team or have some type of say-so over the next NBA champion, Kobe obviously understood things from a much broader sense. And he was definitely going to still be around the game um, and influence the game, um, but he had bigger and different ideas. Um, so I was really, really excited to see where he was going because everybody knows he's really a brilliant, brilliant mind. Um, but I was excited to see where he was going to take it. Obviously, it wasn't typical route that everybody takes. Um, but I'm sure he would have he definitely gave us some some really, really – a great moment to and continue, just, but um, just to chime in on that, I think he would have tried to propel the women's game. I think he would have been like the commissioner of the WNBA or something. I think he would have went. They just that got route. significant raises. I know that. Yeah. I know that they, their money just went up significantly. Yeah, they signed a new um, CBA. But I, think, I think he would have went that route. Personally, I think there's a way. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously he wasn't going to have his. You know, I think you need somebody like a Kobe. That's what the game needs. People talk about like women's basketball and why it doesn't, it's not, it hasn't been as successful. But if you had Kobe Bryant champion, I'm sure um, some some dynamics would have changed. So, no, I definitely um, agree. I still, to be honest, I still haven't fully digested it. I'm still thinking like I'm still in confusion. Like it's 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 really tough, but um. Kobe gave us everything, you know, a ton of moments. We could 
a Kobe moments forever. The no flinch thing that was that was crazy. Um, Matt Barnes is like acting like the ball out his face, and Kobe doesn't even blink. He just like locked but in. It did, it did come out moment. that that was a camera angle thing, but we'll we'll just say it happened. But it's all good. <laughs> uh, Matt Barnes has actually told the story. He didn't flinch. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Keep he going. didn't. He didn't pump the ball at him. It was just the camera angle made it look that way, but. This is Kobe's moment. It did happen. Matt Fuck all Barnes that. has said that <laughs> it he, happened. That he, did. he flinched. Jeez. He pumped the ball in his face, and he didn't flinch. Jeez. You it know, happened. you sure know how to give a tribute show, sir. <laughs> I'm just trying to for the <laughs> listeners. They might be like, "Oh, that shit didn't even happen." This nigga don't know what he's talking about. I'm just, Matt, Barnes, just has, Matt Barnes confessed it. Actually, but what um, I'm saying is, it did happen. Matt Barnes is probably going to come back and say, "You guys, I lied. It happened." Kobe's that name. No, he did. He, he I actually, know, Matt but Barnes what I'm telling you is it did Kobe happen. And Steven Jackson. Well, now on, it did happen, nigga. All the smoke. You, the floor is yours, Buzz. You got so, but two my minutes. Last thing, my last thing, my last right, thing ahead, would bro. be, my last thing would be just that, um, you know, I forget what show it was on, but somebody like shooting at the trash can and they say Kobe. Uh, when Kobe. they shoot it, you know what I mean? Like, that is just so uh, priceless. That's going to be something that's uh, going to stick with us forever. So, Kobe Owens is nothing. It's, uh, it's just it's, it's, it's really unfortunate for all basketball fans. I think he had a lot more uh, to help the game. So, it's a sad day. Absolutely. Buzz? Um, I mean, there's so many places you can start. It's It's... Tough to even talk about it, like we like we've said. But um, you know, I'll remember him for you know being the closest thing to Mike. Um, you know, displaying a competitiveness uh, that is that is rarely seen. It's you know one of one of one that you see throughout. Uh, decades of, of any sport, team sport, individual sport. Um, you know, obviously, after you're tired, uh, he, he started to get, you know, into the film and you know, all these other sorts of things. And it's just very sad that uh, we don't get to you know, experience his beautiful mind. Um, for however long we could have yeah. Yeah. Uh, because you know that's what he had he's you know we understand at least when, when people are genius right. when people are one of a kind um, you know and uh, you don't get to see things like that often um, and especially with people like us, like well, there, there's a lot of people that we don't, there's a lot of people like us, our color that we don't necessarily know, you know, that, that have, that have done so much. But when you see someone contribute like Kobe has to uh, basketball and then off the floor as well with family and community, mm. uh, <clears throat> it's, you know, it, it it hits a place where, you know, it's, it's just... You have more respect for it. It's tragic, yeah. You it have more respect for did. him as a family man, as a father, because it was inspiring. 
You right. know what I mean? Like the love he showed right. his family. He wasn't trying to be right. out there in the clubs. He never was that. Even though he had, right. you know, the incident at one moment. But he never was trying to be a party guy. Like he married Vanessa very early. I didn't even know she went to and, Lower Marion. You know, she was an alumni of Lower Marion. She graduated in two thousand one, so he was still going back to the high school. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't and, know. You know that. Like, un- un- unfortunately, um, you know, his parents had an issue with that, and hopefully, that was solved. That, That's that the was one re- thing resolved. I wasn't sure of. I know he had that rift with his immediate family. Yeah, hopefully that's and resolved. I don't know if that ever got resolved and I hope that it did. I, yeah, I, it I did definitely too. pray that it did. You know, and that's one thing that we can always say about Kobe though. He did do a lot of things his way. It was his way. And that again, that just goes back to the the mentality that he had. You know, he he did things his way. He he got married at a young age. He said, I didn't care. He he told Shaq, Hey man, <laughs> you're not working out like you should, man. Like right. you should be coming in like this. He told Shaq that, and then he got rid of Shaq, you know, ultimately. And uh, he did everything his way. And you and, know what I'm gonna say to that? To to be that demanding of others, you have to definitely be sure of yourself, but you also have to know you're working harder than anybody else. Because I think right. we see that in Kyrie, like he wants to be the mental aspect of Kobe. He wants to be the leader that Kobe was. And Kobe is a mentor of his, was a mentor of his, excuse me. But I don't know if players respect Kyrie enough because he's not putting in that level of effort. Or maybe he's just not talented enough, but the two go hand in hand. And Kobe had those both, which, which, which made him so rare. But we see Kyrie trying to do that, and it backfires. So for you to demand that much of somebody else, you have to know you're willing to do that and then some. And not everybody is doing that. I heard a great quote today where they said, Kobe, I think it might have been Stephen A. And he was like, do you hate people who, they asked Kobe, do you hate people who um, have a bad work ethic? And Kobe said, no, I don't really care if you have a bad work ethic. Just don't be mad that you're not great. Like, you can have a bad work ethic all you want. I don't care. But then don't be upset that you're not achieving the level of success that you want to. And there's a lot of people who do that. You gripe and complain about what you don't have, but are you going that extra mile to make sure that it happens? And he was willing to do that. Not everybody is. Right. And I think that's something that sticks with me that mama mentality and I'm going to try to apply that daily. I'm probably going to go to the gym after this. Like I said, I just want to go to the gym and, and just shoot, man. Shoot that broke J boy. It's, just, it's, it's heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking. Buzz, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to say this right here on the, on air. We're getting back to the movie. <laughs> We're getting back to the movie. We're approaching it with the mama right, mentality, and it's Let's getting done. Go. It's Let's getting go. done. Let's go. You heard it here first. We're going to get this thing done, man. Let's go. I'm ready. Kobe Bryant, five-time champion, 15-time All-Star, 
four-time All-Star MVP, two-time NBA Finals uh, MVP, regular season MVP, second most points in a game with 81. We're going to miss you, Bean. Boys in the huddle, out.